Hello, football fans. This is Casey O'Boyle. This is, I'm not sure, guys. I was thinking year 10, year 11, episode one for Tailgate Talk. It's been so long, Casey. Been so long. I've lost track. I know I've been there for every single one of those years. David, you've been here for a few. Year three. And we've got a new Bishop Lures aficionado for the fourth consecutive year, Dave. You keep scaring them off. <laughs> I did. I frightened the last one two off. You're not going to scare me off. I, think I like that, BL. I, I like that. I think you had. Well, folks, tonight we are excited to be bringing you Tailgate Talk. Just a few short weeks ago, we weren't even sure we were going to have the start of a high school football season. So let's keep this thing on the track. Amen. Let's play football this year and thank the good Lord that uh, these kids get to play tonight. Dave. Let's uh, start with you, Grandpa. I want to uh, give you an opportunity to tell to share your good news with our listeners. Hey, uh, as I'm blessed, I just had my first grandchild. My daughter Caroline got married to uh, Marty Pentenberg last July, and they just had their first baby, a little son, Henry Thomas Pentenberg, and he's just a joy. He's five days old, and we're just absolutely loving him up. So. Awesome. Beautiful. God is good. Beautiful. They wasted no time. That's outstanding. That's a beautiful Catholic thing. tradition. They're right on it. That's Absolutely. a beautiful thing. Congratulations, Marty Thank and uh, Caroline. What a beautiful little cherub Hank is. Thank you very much. Very, very nice. Brent, uh, I want to introduce you now to our listeners. Brent X, certainly Lures folks will know that name. Longtime uh, Lures family, the X family. Brent, welcome to Tailgate Talk. Tell our listeners a little bit about you. Thanks. Um, happy to be here. Happy to talk high school football anytime. Uh, coached football at Lures for about 13 years. Decided to take a step back and spend time with my two-year-old son, four-year-old daughter, and my great wife. But Beautiful. I'm happy to be here and talk football. Well, we're looking forward to having you, hey. Brent. It's going to be a lot of fun. And hang on. I just want to point something <coughs> out. I mean, the Canary and the X names are synonymous with Bishop Dwinger and Bishop Lures, respectively, right? I mean, people know those names. But what many of our listeners may not know is you guys are first cousins. Absolutely true. A- absolutely. <laughs> and Brent just wants to rip my head off right now, Casey. But that's okay. His dad, Mike X, was my uncle. My mom was the oldest of seven kids. Rita. There you go, Rita. And his dad, Mike X, God bless him, was an God awesome coach. Yes. And he awesome coach at Lures. Kind of inspired us as kids, always throwing the ball around him as his uh, brother Dave. Of course, everybody knows the godfather, Dave X, as well. Yes. Uncle so, Ted, Peach Kisses, you, all those you good got memories. It. So, and Brent is uh, one of the two son- of Mike's sons and uh, watched him play at Lures. He's an excellent football player at Lures. Very feisty, and I'm sure he's going to be very feisty on the radio. I will this bring year. it. I will bring it. I know you do, Brent. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I do not want to get in the middle of you two guys, okay? I'm old and decrepit, but <laughs> I will egg you on right to the point of oh, physical I know you cups. will. Yeah, every ready. single one. It's I'm gonna so, be, so it's excited. It's going to be a good year. And what I. Well, a lot, a lot of our listeners also probably don't know is I've known both these guys forever, too, because Grandma and Grandpa, Grandma and Grandpa X, Concetta and, and Clarence, were like my grandparents because my grandparents died when I was very young. So they kind of took me under their wing with your brother David. Played cards, your brother Kirk. Yeah, your brother Kirk. We used oh, to go yeah. and play cards and eat homemade bread and, and, uh, and uh, you know, put slip, you know, cards in Uncle Tony's uh, uh, <laughs> back pocket. It was outstanding. You got all those skunked, memories. I'm sure. Many we, there's yuked. So uh, great memories at any rate. Um, excited to have this team together. We're going to have a blast. So thank you, Brent, for joining us. Dave, thanks for coming back for another year. We're, uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we're going to recap the 2019 season right after these messages. Welcome back. Hillgate Talk Nation. This is Casey O'Boyle, your humble host, along with David Canary. Hello, Casey. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm Brent X. Hey, ready to go. Awesome. Here we go. We are going to jump back into 2019, because that was a beautiful year in many regards. Certainly oh. feels a lot better than 2020. Well, I'm just talking in general. COVID. Right? Yeah. What <laughs> okay. a strange year. Yeah, okay. It's been a strange year. So let's, before we dive into 2020, let's spend a little time recapping 2019. 
Uh, Dave, I'm going to start with you. Bishop Dwinger, it's always hard to uh, repeat as champion. Uh, they came up just short with a 10-7 to loss at Valparaiso in the semi-state. Otherwise, a fantastic year by the Saints. Yeah, absolutely, Casey. I mean, after winning the state championship in 2018, they were 11-2, and as you mentioned. They, they lost that tough game at uh, to Homestead at home. Uh, and it was just a heartbreaker, right? So they lost that game, which was 17-15. Yep, it was a very close game, and it could have went either way. Dwinger, you know, again, that that really stuck in their craw. They went all the way into the semi-state against a good Valparaiso team. Could have beat them, uh, you know, very close game, 10 10-7. Yep. So it's a shame. Then they would have went on to the state finals. Valpo did not go on to the. They went on to the finals and they got beat. But Dwinger could yep. could have had a chance again against to repeat. a very good New Pal team. Very I, think, good. I think the Saints matched up really well with New Pal. I would have loved uh, to seen that matchup. David, it, last year it felt those two losses, Homestead, Valpo, to me felt like woulda coulda shoulda. Like Saints, I just I, I predicted the Saints to win both those games. I really thought they were the better team, but they came up short both games. You know, I I feel the same way, Casey. And I don't know what it was. I mean, I you put your best players out there, and they, they like to sub people and do things, and that's that's the way it goes. And it's just the way the ball b- bounces, right? So yeah. you know, p- fumbles, mistakes. It's like anything in football. You've got to execute every play. You can't have turnovers. You can't be chasing people. You can't. You can't have that. To Absolutely, win, so. against great competition, Homestead and Valparaiso, you got to be no up, shame though. But. Yes, you have to be on your game to come out victorious. Saints came up short, total of five points in those two losses. Uh, okay, Brent X, let's uh, let's go south now. Not not necessarily metaphorically speaking, but geographically speaking, and talk Bishop Lures football 2019, circa 2019, three and eight, uncharacteristic by night standards. But there were probably some positives that you still saw there, certainly with maybe some of the, the youngsters that we might see uh, playing high level this year. Yeah, I think at Bishop Lures, obviously the standards are very high, and it's almost state championship or bust. Especially coming off 2018, you have Norm Kanapke setting records. Storm and Norman. Storm and Norman. You look at the stats from last year. Bishop Lures averaged 114 yards passing a game and 133 yards rushing a game. Mm-hmm. That number... It's balanced, but you got to have... It's got to be higher in the passing category, and that comes from inexperience at the quarterback position, which will benefit the Knights this year because Carson Clark will be coming back. Defensively, you have to get off the field, and you look at five games last year, Concordia, Carroll, Homestead, Dwanger, Snyder, Lures gave up over 35 points. Yeah, it's hard to win that way. You're not going to win with a 30.1 average on defense. So this year, a lot of guys coming back, and I expect big things. Yeah, a lot of these young kids, I mean, I rattled off a few of their names in this first wish, uh, first issue of Game Night. and they're, they're, I watched that film last week. I know you did as well against Northside in the scrimmage. I saw a lot of really neat things. I know we don't want to get too ahead ourselves because we're going to talk more about Bishop Lures in the next segment this year. But again, I some expect exciting, big things this year. Some, I expect some big exciting things. players. Dave, let's uh, come back to you for a little bit and talk SAC football from a year ago. I mean, Bishop Dwinger got you know some tough wins against Carroll, against Snyder, fourteen to seven. Squeaker by Northrop, nine to seven against Northrop, and then pounded them. What a week or two oh, later yeah, in the, the playoffs, right, right? So absolutely. they had some nice wins. Certainly the first win ever at newly minted Shields Field. That, that was cool. That was at a Northside. beautiful first game. Yeah, I mean, you know we talked about that. Remember the Dwinger dog? I mean, we remember the first. Oh, absolutely. I think you, you're, you're the answer to a trivia, trivia question. Who is the first Me? person to wolf down a Bishop Dwinger Shields Field uh, hot dog? It was Dave Canary. <laughs> Best three dollar hot dog in the city. Yeah, and you know, I think you ate it in one point three seconds. If absolutely. I remember correctly. You know, so many good kids. I just want to mention we had so many good kids last year that are all gone. And you know, Talk, highlight a few. Luke, of those. Luke Wigington, he's going to IU. He got a Big Ten scholarship. Hayden Ellington. Ellinger. Ellinger. Ellinger, sorry, but but basically Griffin Eifert's going to Notre Dame. And Ellinger's walking at Purdue. Yep, walking at Purdue. I get, they got him slotted at defensive back. I don't know if you knew that or not, Casey. Yeah, oh, sure, I know everything. So, <laughs> what about, what about <laughs> Patrick uh, Finley, Joe Henry? What, wait, wait, Patrick Howie Finley, Steele. walk on at? 
your alma mater, IU. Oh, he's walking yeah. out. Of that. Yeah. Right. yeah, he's a, he's a preferred walk on actually. So yeah, he's very preferred. That, that, he's very skilled. So we'll see if he can do something there. Cage Renberger, how he steal? Jordan Watercutter, what what a good good player he was on the defensive line. Anyway, just a the bunch bulldog. of great guys. Yeah, the bulldog. So. Josh Grogham, I just look back and the Michael Lito receiver. We had some great players that are gone, but it's it, it's just a great tradition at Dwyer. Great season for Reload. those kids, but you know, talking SAC though, Homestead was their nemesis, their their thorn in their side. The Spartans, to their credit, won the SAC title. They got bounced by Carmel in the postseason, thirty-one-seven. But they were they were know, the, they were they were probably the best team. They, they were the, pr- probably they the best it. team. Dwyer and Homestead by yeah, they were the total class package. of the city. They, they earned it. So we got about a minute left in this segment, guys. I'm just going to wrap it up. Talk a little bit about outside the conference a year ago. East Noble. We'd have to mention great the run. Knights. They went to the Class Four A state finals. Came up short. Bailey Parker, senior quarterback, this great quarterback. What wow. a fantastic! He was our player of the year in game night, and deservedly so. Congratulations, East Noble. What a great run for Luke Amstutz and company. And then. In 1A, South Adams getting upset by oh, Adams Central. Shocker. No one saw that coming because no. South Adams pounded them during the regular season. They got a little ahead of themselves. The Flying Jets surprised them. Great coaching. And Always th- good coaching. Big rivalry, great. too. Oh, and you know what? There's a lot of kids back for both those teams this year, so we'll be talking a lot about the Starfires and the Flying Jets they got this their, year. They got their good quarterback back, Casey. They're going to be good. No doubt. So when we come back, folks, we're going to break down – some of our thoughts for this season, 2020. It's been a crazy year. Will it be a crazy football season? Probably so. So stay tuned. Dr. Osinga of Northeast Chiropractor Center is our 106.3 sports media sponsor. You can catch all the highlights from past games on YouTube. Watch every strategy, play, and halftime interview at youtube.com slash Radio. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Tailgate Talk, season 10, 11, 12 something, I've lost track, episode one. I do know it's the first <laughs> one of the season. I can't mess that up. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight, folks. Uh, right now we are going to discuss kind of season expectations, mostly uh, Bishop Dwinger, Bishop Bluers, but we're also going to delve into some of the other area teams, so be sure you stay tuned for this entire segment. But before we do that, we would be remiss if we did not talk a little bit about the big gorilla in the room, right? COVID nineteen. COVID. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been the topic for twenty twenty. It's a disruptor, and uh, certainly has been a uh, a juggling act for our area schools and our sports programs. So, Brent, I'm going to start to you as a former coach. I know you've never seen anything like this during your years uh, as a coach. How do you think um, the the coaches, not just at Lures, but in general, were able to navigate this situation, knowing that they lost? All that time in the summer and preseason, chemistry-wise, everything else. Give us a just an overview, in your opinion. How do you think they best handled that? Well, obviously, no one has faced anything like this before. But I think you look at it, off-season workouts typically, and I'll just speak for lures, usually start in January. So you get in the weight room, but really they don't crank up till after spring break. Yes. Obviously, March, everything's shut down. Coaches have to go Zoom. They have to get do online workouts trying to implement scheme. I know there's a lot of chalk talk going on during that time. If you have a quarterback coming back that knows your system, you have an advantage. Huge right benefit. And you look around the SAC, there's some big teams. Carroll, Dwenger. Lures. Yes, Lures too. I and agree. You look at some, of those big, some of those big teams that don't have a returning quarterback coming Homestead, back. Snyder. 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 Yes. So, yeah. Especially early on. I'd like to see how these teams have handled this COVID. Yes. And along those lines, Brent, that's a great point, but think about this. In addition to the returning quarterback factor, or lack thereof, 
What about new coordinators, new systems, right? Tell me that doesn't factor in here as well. If, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, if you're a new coordinator at a school and you're trying to install in the off season, there was you're zooming. Yes. That's all you have. That's tough. And it's tough for anybody. It's yeah. tough for teachers. It's tough, tough for coaches. It's just a tough situation. That, that's something else for us to keep an eye on. And, and Dave, I'm going to pivot over to you now. The Saints have not one but two, two coordinators. Uh, Brody, Brody Dixon. Dixon, DeKalb guy. Yep, at, at, he, on offense. Go and, ahead. And Dan Nepper, who was a player at Dwanger, and he's a very good player, uh, defensive uh, back. And, and, he, and was well and was well schooled under Coach Watercutter and then Coach Coltman. Absolutely well schooled, and he was, he's been on the staff. So he's got five kids. Casey runs his own business. I don't know if you know. He's Clem's Cafe. Oh, so sure. Good guy. And then he comes home, goes to practice, gets to spend time with his kids. So, yeah, it's it's a disruptor. But these two guys, uh, I feel very comfortable with Dan Nupper on the defense because he, he knows the traditions of Dwenger. He played at Dwenger, and he also worked under Watercutter, and he also knows – Coach Kolkman. Yes, Coach And Kolkman. even more so importantly, he's, he's Dave. He's keeping the same scheme. Exactly. So that's the key right there. Not, not reinventing the wheel. Now, the other side of things, Brody, he's got his own way of doing things. I liked what he did at DeKalb when I watched them these last few years. He moves. He has a lot of motion. What, he pulls guys, yes. linemen. That's a good thing. Matchups. He's all about matchups, you know, alignment, motion, unbalance. He'll do different things. It's relatively simple. Uh, I always worry, you know, and the knock on Coach Garrett sometimes is that he's a former offensive coordinator, right? So he likes to have his fingers in the mix. And and as a as a as an offensive coordinator myself through my years as, as a coach, absolutely, I I know how difficult that must be if you're the head coach to relinquish that. It's tough, but I think as Jason matures more as a head coach, he's done a fantastic absolutely. job there. Make no mistake. I think when he learns to just totally stay out of all those personnel decisions, play calling, everything else. And just manage the game, the better off the Saints will be offensively. What do you think, Dave? Well, I, I do, and, and the good thing is, Casey, their first three games, and I don't, I, I don't like to look ahead. It's one game at a time philosophy at Dwinger, but you know, we open with Wayne Northside, or excuse, Wayne Northside and Southside. Not that those teams fully respect them, but that gives Dwinger a chance to get the kinks out, work out some of the, get the reps in, get in sure. condition for that five-game brutal stretch. Oh, it's a where, gauntlet. Where you got Homestead, Carroll, Snyder, you know, uh, Lures. It's a gauntlet. It's, it's, it's a gauntlet. So it's going to be a tough finish for him, and then Northrop at the end. It's so. I think it's good. It, it sets up well for Dwanger. And I talked to Coach Garrett, and basically the, the traditions are there with him. He was a former player at Dwanger. He played under Andy Johns, Fred Tone. His themes are trust, unity, and toughness. His motto for the week, Casey, was unity. And again, with the COVID going on, we're sticking together. We're going to control. We control the controllables. We're going to work as a family and a team, and we're going to fight every day and get better. And that's so that's a great theme. And I, I no, I I'm love looking, it. Yeah, I do too. I really and do. And plow, plow ahead, right? Plow Those, ahead. There's power and, through, man. It, it, before we switch gears completely out of COVID, because I don't want to talk COVID the rest of the year, right? But we know, and there are even some this weekend. We're not going to say any names, but we know there's going to be players and teams. There's going to the be attrition sure. from week to week, and. This is the reality of where we're at, Brent. I mean, to, to talk a little bit to that right. point. Players are going to be quarantined. We know that. But I like the fact that they're still playing. Absolutely. You know, I look at my own life where I have a four-year-old daughter who's never played sports in her life until this year, played soccer. The joy that kids get out of sports. They have so to important have it. For they, they, It's so important It's awesome. For it's awesome. And they have to play. You know what? You're gonna. There's going to be games. Your starting quarterback may not be there. Right. But – let the kids play. Let, Let them play. play. Let them play safely. And here's the deal: Will could there be some uh, costly ramifications in terms of 
a conference title, sure, because maybe you lost because you were missing six starters. It is what it is. It is what I'm it gonna is. I'm going to go with back to the Coach Mike Power X phrase, Kate. No, Coach Mike X says, we go with the goers. You go with the goers. You know, yeah. If you're injured or hurt or something, whatever the reason is, you go next with the goers. Next man up. Every, next man up. And everybody's going to have be affected by this. But what I don't like is it's sad because when you're a senior in high school or even a junior, you prep so hard to play and, that and have final fun with your buddies. Yeah. And to have somebody say, sorry, you have 14 days. Well, 14 days out is two games yes. of a 10 game. That's, that's heartbreaking oh, it's, for these kids. I, I, well, I feel for I, them. I, I, think of all the spring sports that got totally nicked. It's heartbreaking. College kids. I have a son playing college baseball. Yep. His season totally taken out from underneath them. So, that being said, we are in uncharted waters. We're going to plow through as a nation, as a, as a state, and, and hopefully – we get some football in this and these year. Kids can one one the quick season. comment. Yes. I commend these coaches, these ADs and principals for fighting for a way for these kids to play. At least because giving them every chance. Them, right? I love it. I, I do too. It. Because the states around us can't all, playing them, too. all of them can't say that. Yes, yep. Ohio is, but we're in Northeast Indiana, so they were a little bit influenced by us, I'd like to say. I agree. Right? So, guys, we have a, a handful of minutes left. Let's stay in the expectation uh, discussion. Uh, Dave, what should uh, people quickly think, uh, expect from Bishop Dwinger this year? Well, I'll tell you, they should expect good things. And I, and I feel really good about Dwinger, and I don't want to sound like a broken record because they always seem to reload, Casey. We've talked about that. they got six defensive starters coming back, and they've got seven offensive starters coming back. And i got to be honest with you, Vinny Fiacable is probably one of the best line prospects to come out of Dwinger in a long time. He's, I mean, he's Joe, the best Joe lineman Chippen, in, 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 in the area, area in my, right, in my and opinion. There's, there's a really good lineman at Snyder, too. But Vinny Fiacable is going to surprise you. He's going to be, I, I think, uh, some of the – Preseason publications had him listed at uh, defensive entertainment. He's going to play nose guard. I talked to Coach Garrett. He will, that was a misprint. Right. He will be playing nose guard. Yeah. He, will, he will be a load. He will be a double team command in that three four stack. He might be a triple team command. He, he will, and he, he's going to be a disruptor. So he's going to he's going to mix things up. And of course, big games they'll move him around. So it'll be a good thing. Yeah, Brent. How about you? What should folks expect from Bishop Lures this year? I think watching the scrimmage, it all starts obviously up front because linemen win football games. But more bias, so that's true. But most importantly, Carson Clark and what I saw from him in the scrimmage. Granted, it's a scrimmage. Everyone tells me it's just a scrimmage, but it's football. He stands tall in the pocket. He steps up and he throws the ball. And he's got receivers. They lost Cam Hedgecock, who transferred out. But if you look at Lure's offense, you got Ramon Anderson at running back. Let me tell you something about him. Seven point eight yards a carry last year. Correct. Seven point eight yards a carry. He should have got the ball more last year. And I think Coach Lindsay said that in an interview. He did. He goes. Uh, We look back, and he probably should have. But guess what? Now's his chance. The kid is a he's burner. A yep. He's a senior. He's a captain. He's a burner. And then you look at their skill players at receiver. Who there's no superstar. Brody Glenn all, could be really good. Not yet. There's no superstars yet. Yes. But if you look at them, they're all very good. And you can't focus on one guy. And it gives Carson a lot of options. And let me tell you a little secret. Lures has two really good young tight ends. Uh, yes. They also Isaiah have some good linemen. J- Jaden Hill. Jaden Hill. Linemen. They're stars. Ben Rectanus and. Uh, George Boudet. There's some big line. You got some Lures, decent line. I'm, I'm impressed. Lewis has two returning offensive linemen coming back. They're experienced. Experience they're young, but they're, the they got some experience. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Lures doesn't stay down long. Let's just say that, right? I don't want to give my prediction, but they're not going to stay down long. Okay. Well, you hey, just I got to give him credit. <laughs> I, I, I will give him credit. I'm not going to give a number yet. You know, no, no, they're no. not going to stay down. For the smallest team in the SAC, uh, number uh, student-wise, in the, in the 540 range? We have 500. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be a, a load to, to handle these schools that have oh, 1,500 kids, 2,000 If they're kids, healthy and we they're have a, we have a postseason, injuries, they're going to be good. Let's Watch not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of hey, ourselves. I'm, all I'm saying is I've seen some power pulls, and I feel like Lures is very disrespectful. Oh, of course you do. Very. I, good you, motivator. You'll have to pick up a copy of Game Night tomorrow and tell me what you well, think. Well, I don't know what Game Night has. Well, I haven't you, seen you, that yet. You, you'll love the rag. You'll love it. All right. All right, we got about two minutes, guys. 
we got to speed up here. Let's talk a little bit SAC football. Who are the challengers? Um, I'm going to start with you, Dave. Give me one or two challengers to let's just say Bishop Dwyer is the favorite. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Dwyer and Carroll are the challengers for me. And the reason I say that, Casey, is I no, just, no, no. The challengers to no. Dwyer. Who's going to? Oh, Carroll. It's going to be Carroll. Carroll's going to challenge and Snyder. Uh, no, I'm going to say I'm going to say Carroll and probably Snyder. Oh, and the only reason I'm not saying Homestead, and I really respect them, I, the new quarterback. I, I think I think Snyder will be. They're well, one of the well most well coached teams in the city. For many years, Kurt Tippmann does a great job and his staff. Um, but I think I think Dwenger has got to be one of the favorites. And I think that Becker, because I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier, experienced quarterbacks, that Becker is dangerous. He can run and pass. He's experienced. And, and so is Lytle at Dwenger. Yep. But I really like Carroll. Yep, I agree, Dave. Homestead, though, I mean, not only did they lo- not bring back their quarterback, Luke well, Goody, court- but they lost the defense. Archbold. Right, the quarterback of the Rogers. defense, Rodgers, Griffin, got Little, hard. So they lost a lot of guys. They do have guys back, especially on the offensive line. They're running Har- back. Yes, Braden Hardwick. He, he got hurt, but he's a he's going to be a beast. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk briefly, Brent. Um, we talked about challengers. Let's uh, you know, Carol Snyder, Homestead. What about a sleeper team or two? I mean, besides Lures, let's say Lures is a sleeper team. What's They're my sleepers. They're my sleeper. I think Concordia. Yes. Oh, I like Brandon Davis at quarterback. I like the speed they have on defense, and I'm telling you what. They're coached well, and they got new digs out there. That did you see the jumbotron? I, I saw it so much. By. I said, "Whoa!" Did the Saints pull out too soon? I what think happened? They did. Oh, I, I can't believe did. it. I don't know. Dwinger has a nice facility. Though. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. High school football here in Northeast Indiana is primo. The facilities get better every year. The coaches get better every year. We just keep growing and growing and growing, and. It's fun to be a part of it, isn't it, guys? Absolutely. It really is. And Concordia really could be the sleeper. That's the team you don't want to play. They got a lot of guys back. You don't want to play. They're well coached and they have a tradition. They're good. And they, you know who else is a sleeper? Three years from by by a lot of people? Northside. I mean, uh, that, a lot of people are saying Northside. Not for me this year, but yeah. Well, we'll see. Again, you got a Division One prospect at quarterback. Deuce if, Taylor is he a, can spin it. a stud. He, I want to see who he can get the ball to. If he can't get the ball out and he's got no line, he's going to be in trouble. And I, I saw Lures got after him last week. And that offensive line needs to hold up. Now, in Northside's defense, they did not have any film or anything to look at in terms of lures defensively. Uh, Would you agree with that? No, so that's maybe true. caught him a little off guard. Lures has two new uh, their co D coordinators, yes. Kendrick Mullen, Carson Bradley. But I, in scrimmages, I don't really look at scheme because they try to keep it pretty simple. Vanilla. It's all vanilla. It is. Basic. I look at one on one matchups, and I saw lures up front, their defensive ends attack those tackles. Deuce Taylor had to step up and get rid of the ball before he wanted to. Yeah, and the linebackers and DBs were flying around, too. So Bishop Lure is going to be exciting this year. Folks, when we come back, we're going to have the featured game previews. This uh, this is moving along too quickly, guys. But oh, we, we're going to give our fans some nuggets to chew on here. we we got four primo games to discuss, so stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back, Tailgate Talk fans, and it's time to talk about four key matchups tonight in this particular segment. And David, I'm going to bring it to you first because it involves your Bishop Dwinger Saints. I love the Saints. You love the Gold Helmets. They're at home. I love them. They're at home against the Wayne Generals. David, what should fans expect tonight in this game? Well, first thing, we got to welcome Sherwood Haydock, our Woodland friend. He reminds me of Jerry Glanville from the uh, Atlanta Falcons back in the day. The man dressed in black. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. He is a great coach. Uh, Woodland, a longtime coach, very successful. Uh, he's done very well. He, now he's coming to Wayne, and I, I'm sure he's, and he's got some talent, some skill players. When he had speed in the past at Harding, remember? Oh, he fared pretty dangerous. well in the satchel, didn't he? He did very well. So again, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to first year, new quarterback. I'm gonna kind of say he, he doesn't maybe have 
all the returning linemen. He lost a lot of good players last year. Uh, but I like I like uh, I like Dwenger at, at Wayne because I think Dwenger's going to open up and they like to play well. Remember they had to play them in the sectional. There's a big rivalry. That Dwenger Wayne game has become kind of a little bit of a heated. You know, Dwenger was Wayne gave him some really good games. Oh, they, 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 yeah. they probably they should have beat him two, they were, two years ago. Two years ago, won right. and people said oh, it was raining in the first game, and that was a game that Dwenger won to go on, and they won the state championship if you recall. So that's a rivalry the last couple of years. Yeah, in the in the postseason, Wayne gave them all they want. That was Absolutely. Craig Young's senior year. Of course, he's now at, at Ohio State. Um, but uh, to echo what you talked about, this has become a rivalry. It's going to be interesting to see Sherwood Haydock, his style of coaching, how he likes to you know throw the ball around offensively. He says he's got a lot of speed, and and he's not going to just he's not going to say that, that right. He's gonna... he, he he says he got a lot of speed, but I watched them in the scrimmage. There were times that they looked discombobulated, which is to be expected. I think this is a tough matchup, obviously, for the Wayne Generals. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of, of the show when we do our predictions. Uh, let's shift gears now to um, Northside at Snyder. Brent, I know you watched uh, Northside on film last week against Bishop Lures in the scrimmage. Um, do, do the Legends have a shot tonight? I think they do have a shot. Now, you go back to the point, new quarterback, he's going to be a junior coming in at Snyder. It's a scary situation, but if anybody can handle it, it's Coach Tipman. Yes. I mean, well, numbers, depth, O line, but, but even just the system they have in place at Snyder. Of course. If Snyder has to, they'll get in two tight end sets and just run the ball. Yes. And what I saw last week, granted, it was a scrimmage, but I saw Lures take advantage of the edge against Northside, and they ran off tackle, they ran inside zone, and then they play action and went over Threw the top. Threw over the top, yep. And it's a scrimmage, but. You know Coach Tipman will have this team dialed up. Yes, and he'll utilize his tight ends, which they always do. I, I tell you but, what. But, I, but. Go ahead. Northside's never out of it with Deuce Taylor. Well, and they've got some athletes, too. And a lot of kids, and let's face it, a lot of these kids have been playing for three years. Yep. In some cases, like Ronald Collins III, four years. Yeah, he was a quarterback, they, exactly. a receiver, and he's he's a player. Yeah, it could be a little reverse pass, perhaps, tonight with old Ronald Collins III. I think against, his brother. against Snyder, any momentum early you can get. Keeps it's you a, in it. It's a huge factor. No doubt about it. Snyder's defensive line, though, we talked about this earlier off the air, Brent, I think is the best in the area. And yep. they're scary good. And, and here's the kicker. I just found out today from Coach Tittman, Ison Robinson, the son of Jabbar Robinson. Remember, David, we interviewed Came him last year on, ta- on uh, the talk. Time Machine segment. Yeah. His son tra- was transferring to Snyder because Illinois is not playing football. He's mm-hmm. from Bolingbroke, Illinois. He's here to play football. He was shut down by the Hutchins. Is that COVID related? He came from Illinois. I like. Well, it. no, they, they, they're not playing in Illinois. So then he's, then he's it's his senior year. No, I just double A, shut it down. That being said, that's Snyder fine. is appealing. That's fine. Snyder's appealing. That's fine. Look who Snyder has left. Oh, offense and defensive lines in no the doubt. city right now. Snyder, Snyder has the best offense and defensive line. I look at kids like Vinny Fiacable at Dwanger. Yes, best pure offense lineman as a unit. I'm saying Snyder offense and defense. I think I agree. With you. I, I'm going to say remember, and no, Moon at linebacker. That kid is an animal. Yes, he is and very, Isaiah Maxwell too is the best, one of the best ta- open field tacklers in the area. Snyder's defense will keep them afloat until, until the that quarterback catches, catches, up. catches up. I think you're North right. Northside has three returning linemen, so I'm not going to say that. And again, Snyder has a great unit and they're well coached. But let's go with three big interior linemen and a great quarterback who's returning. You, you lost John Barnes at Snyder, and now you got a new guy. No, no offense, you can you can do a lot of things with anybody who just manages the game. Darren Swanson, he doesn't need to make all the plays. Is I, the heir apparent, but also Luke Hopper, Dave, is the sophomore, sophomore. quarterback. He, the, both Hopper. those guys are going to get. They're always going to be familiar name, right? Yeah. There's yeah. going to be p- skilled people at Snyder. As you know they're Dave, always well coached. Let's real quick here. We got to we got to finish this segment up briefly. Northrop at Homestead, Dave. 
What should we expect from that game? Um, I, I, I like the I like Homestead's tradition coming off last year's sack champions. That that carries a lot of weight. They got the belt, the sack bell. They're going to be ringing that bell. I really like the way Homestead. I, I think Homestead's going to do well. I think Northrop is a good, a solid team. They're improving under Coach Dorfler. I like the way he's got those kids playing. I just want to see if they could. Take the next step, the next level. Well, they did last year. They did, I mean, they, but they, they, won, they, they started winning some of these close at the, games. In the middle, yeah, they did, and that was a good thing. Now, can they do a couple steps more? They get two or three wins they should have had next year. This is the next step. That's well, this is the for. next step beating a team Homestead's like Homestead's on Homestead State. Alert Watch. Yes. You this is, now, that's a great call, Brent, because that's what I'm saying. Northrop yes, could come out are, and rock know. people, and that's as, a shocker. As right we there. know. Definitely. Northrop is a dangerous team right out of the shoot, no doubt about it. Homestead breaking in a new quarterback. They've got a few kids that won't be suiting up tonight. That could make the difference. Brent, let's close this thing out with Concordia at Southside. The Cadets, again, the new the new stadium. They're going on the road they're to the start road. things. Tonight they're on the road, but Go ahead. I love Concordia. Yeah, I do too. Their defense, <laughs> I mean, and their defense has been— We're not been, picking games, right. but this defense is—what do they have, eight guys back? Yes. Eight guys back on and their defense. And they look good last week against And they Noble. have a quarterback that threw— a lot of interceptions last year. 2,300 yards. But experience. But 2,300 yards, yep, and his experience that. this year is going to pay dividends. Concordia is scary. Amir Drew, back Amir at Drew, running back. Hasn't he been there for like 10 years? I, yeah, I think, is he yes. a brother? Because it seems like we've been saying he's that a red for like eight freshman. years. He, wow. he, the guy just refuses to, uh, to move on. He's got great hair on top of it. And then you look at uh, Tyler Grossman. What a wonderful receiver he is. They, are, they have skilled guys. They don't have a ton of depth. That's they always the concern. They also have a Lures transfer receiver, Scotty Van Halen. Yes, Yes. I don't know, I'll give a little tip to Southside though. They've got they they were improving team last year. They do have a lot of returns. Is this a Jimmy Carroll tip? That's that a Jimmy Carroll. No, I'm putting it out there because they've got nine guys that came and played last year as sophomores. They're going to be better. They're going to be scrappy if they can take a step. Again, I'm not going to say that Concordia is a very good team with a lot more talent. But, again, but anything can happen on opening night. Anything can happen on South. Jalen Lattimore, one of the best players in the city that people still don't fully know about. He'll be a junior this year, dominate on both sides. Trevor Hapner, I really like him as well at tight end. And Southside has a quarterback. That his dad's also the coach. Roosevelt Norfleet Jr., yep. which will be interesting. Coaches' kids, typically. They're, we're going to talk about that, are we, Casey? Coaches' kids. I like that. Yeah, we yeah. might get into that here in a little bit. At any rate, uh, we're going to shut this segment down, and when we get back, we're going to be interviewing Kate Dynan from Carroll High School. A coach's kid. A coach's son. And Ramon Anderson from Bishop Lures. The captain. The, the captain. The, the captain. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Football fans, the St. Felix Center in Huntington, Indiana offers one-day and overnight retreats with over 70 rooms. Be sure to visit Our Lady in her grotto and walk the 30 scenic acres. St. Felix is the former home of Blessed Solanus Casey. You can visit their website at sfcatholiccenter.com to schedule your next meeting or retreat. And we are back on Tailgate Talk. This is Casey O'Boyle, joined by David Canary, hey, hey. Brent X, hey. and right now we are delighted to bring you Carroll Senior Cornerback Cade Dynan. Cade, welcome to the program. All right, thanks for having me. You bet. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about this this game at Bishop Lures, which is kind of a, a featured game here on Redeemer Radio. But before we talk about the game, I'm going to turn you over to Brent X because uh, you are. As many people know, the son of head coach Doug Dynan, and, and Brent shares a similar experience there playing for his father once upon a time. Go ahead, Brent. Yeah, Cade. Hope you're doing well. Good luck this week. About 15, 18 years ago, I had to play for my dad. He was my position coach. And I know your dad changed the culture at Carroll, done a great job. What's it like playing for your dad as a head coach? Oh, I love it. I mean, he just truly cares about everybody, and he doesn't like – Spoil me at all? He it's honestly the opposite. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> He's he, harder on I, you. People think I started as a sophomore, and people think that I like he just gave me the spot. 
But honestly, I'm never with him because he's more of the offense. Mm-hmm. And so I earned that myself because I'm, I'm defense. Kate, I, I've been watching you play. I feel like you've been there forever. I'm like, Kate Dynan, I remember watching him play like you know, the Dwinger game. <laughs> it seems like three or four or five years ago. I mean, he's, 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 he never leaves. He's been there forever. So you, <laughs> you are extremely experienced. Cade, as a, as a veteran a senior, what do you see in this Lures team? You're going to Lures Field. They've got a lot of tradition. They didn't have a great year last year, but they're, they've got a lot of pride. You know they're not going to stay down forever. What do you think when you look at film on them? Just give me your assessment from a defensive perspective. And Coach Lindsay always has them well coached. So, I mean, we're not going into there with them just – being a pushover, they run really good routes, honestly, and their quarterback is very accurate. So we can't just go into there think it's going to be an easy game, kind of how like it was last year. No, you definitely can't think that at any time, Cade, during the SA season, as you know, folks. If you're now just tuning in, we have Cade Dynan, senior DB for the Carroll Chargers. Brent, do you have another question for Cade? I do, a quick one. I'm an offensive line guy, and I watched some film this week. What is Reeve Muncy like? He looks like a monster. Beast. Oh, he's he's awesome. I love. He's probably one of my best friends. He's huge. I mean, he's unstoppable. He's fun to watch. He's practice. It's crazy. He's one of my best friends. You sound like a quarterback now. I mean, look at you. I mean, Reeve is, Reeve is probably like talking Kate into like, uh, you know, nachos and stuff at lunch. And, you know, and Kate's like, okay, whatever you want, big man. Dave, what do you, what, do you have? Not, yeah, go ahead. Do you have some thoughts there? Well, I'll be, give him food at lunch sometimes because, I mean, we just hang out a lot. And we've, we've, we played together in our youth league, too. So I've known him since third grade. Oh, I love it. So we're just really close. He's fun to watch he on plays film, both as ways, are you. So I'll see him. Yeah, yeah. We, he's on defense, too, so I'll see him over there, too. He's not just offense. Of course, yeah. He's a two-way guy for sure, and he's done a tremendous job. we got about a minute left, Dave. Do you have one final question for Cade? Just a quick one. And again, it's just a just pleasure watching you play, Cade, but I just wanted to let you know, you've got some good receivers at Lures. What do you think of that Ramon Anderson? Are you going gonna to match up with him pretty well? I mean, yeah. They, he's a good route runner. He's quick. He's I out mean, of the backfield running back, but, I mean, they, they've got receivers <laughs> and running backs. So they're going to be moving it around. I just I just wanted to, to get some more detail on what you see from that Lures team. I know they run good routes. Well, they don't have Cam Hedgecock anymore, right? Oh, no. no he's, 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 he's gone. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he started out in Carroll's district, didn't he, in, in eighth grade, correct? Yeah, he went with us. He came – well, he went to middle school with us, and he transferred over to Lures at the start of high school, but he's back with us now. And you pulled him back into the 4-5. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I love it too much. Hey, Kate Dynan, thank you so much for joining us. We are out of time. We wish we had more time to talk with you. Good luck in this game against Bishop Lures. We're all grateful that we're going to play some high school football. Stay healthy, stay smart, keep doing your thing, and good luck to the Chargers tonight, okay? Have good, fun. Good luck thank at Lures Field. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow, what a great interview with Kate Dynan over at Carroll High School. Now we have another great interview coming up with Bishop Lures senior two-way stalwart Ramon Anderson. Ramon, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you, Ramon. You've had a great career over at Bishop Lures. I've got uh, a former coach of yours in studio tonight covering the Bishop Lures night. Mr. Brent X has a question for you. Ramon, how's it going? I'm all right. How are you doing? I remember a quiet freshman, sophomore Ramon. Now I'm talking to Ramon, who's been named captain. How does it feel? Yeah, it feels pretty great. Not not just to have a label on me, but just to know I got that captain mentality. Oh, I love the captain mentality. You earned that, Ramon, because of your work ethic and how you play the game. You had a tremendous season a year ago. David, do you have a question for Ramon? Real quick, Ramon. And, again, I know you're, you, you've got a big game ahead of you with Carroll. They're a really good team. What do you see at Lewis Field? What do you see when you look at them at, uh, on film from your veteran perspective, whether it's a defensive back or offensively? Right now, I'm seeing a lot of energy 
and a lot of players picking up on their on their mistakes. After one play, they mess up. Then the next play, they come back even harder. Outstanding, Brent. Do you have a follow up? Yeah. Last year, when you got the ball in your hands, you did some pretty nasty things. Seven point eight yards per carry. I believe. Exactly. That's a great stat. How does it feel to be the the guy? I know you're splitting reps with Sir a little bit, but as the number one running back, how does that feel? Yeah, it always, it always feels good to be that guy, but I plan to put on put on the workload to keep being that guy. Outstanding. Great attitude, Captain. Hey, hey, Ramon, at that scrimmage, for, for a lot of folks, the Lures fans, I watched it on film. I know these guys did as well. We saw a lot of really talented young guys. And I know these programs that win championships like at Bishop Lures, they focus on seniors, and rightfully so. Tell our listeners a little bit about some of these sophomores that we can keep an eye on. Yeah, we're stacked. We're stacked with younger guys. There are a lot of seniors, so <clears throat> the team is already going to be younger. But we got some. We got some talented players on at the sophomore and junior level. Uh, at juniors, we got Brody, and he's another person to look out for. Mm-hmm. And the sophomore, Jaden. Jaden Hill, right? Yep, Jaden oh, Hill. I like him. Ramon, uh, folks, if you're now tuning in, we've got Ramon Anderson, senior two-way player out at Bishop Lures. Brent X, former coach of his, has a question for you, Ramon. Ramon, how can you explain the difference in Carson Clark from a sophomore last year to what I saw in film uh, in your scrimmage of him stepping up in the pocket and getting rid of the ball with accuracy? Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit more comfortable now. As you said, he can step up a little bit more and – He's not so much flustered now where he just has to let it rip and just pray that someone comes down with it. He can put it on the money. He looked really good in that scrimmage, and most of you guys did. I was super impressed, and good luck tonight. Ramon, yeah, I got, let's, we got about 30 seconds. Let's close this up. I don't want to put you too much on the spot. Everybody in town is picking the Carroll Chargers in this one. What's it going to take for the Knights? To I'm not, upset? Casey. Well, except for oh, Brent X. Oh, my, Brenty, I like it. Except for Brent X. <laughs> What's it going to take, Ramon, for the Knights to pull off an upset tonight? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna work hard. We're gonna put on a show. We're gonna put on a show. Oh, I love it. What kind of show? An aerial show? A physical show, Casey. Come on. Don't let it all out, Ramon. Uh, a, a show a show that you're gonna want to see. Oh, I love it too much. You know, Ramon, I like how you play. Keep it close to the vest. Well done, Mr. Ramon Anderson. Thank you again for joining us. We wish you well in tonight's game. I'm coming to Lewisfield to watch that show. I'm I like it. All right, yeah, thank you. And we are back. Fans of Tailgate Talk, I am your humble host, Casey O'Boyle, joined by David Canary. Hello, sir. And Brent X. Hello. These guys are cousins, not necessarily kissing cousins, fighting cousins, I would say. Battling cousins. Battling, maybe. Right? Brent X. Catholic love. We go at it. (laughs) Um, This is uh, our time now to discuss the featured game preview. And our featured game is none other than Carol at Bishop Lures. And new season, new players. All this COVID stuff, question marks abound for every program in the area. Brent X, what are the question marks or questions for Bishop Lures? I will answer that, but I want to start with a non-question. Do it. There's just an answer. His name's Ramon Anderson, who we talked to. That kid is electric with the ball in his hands, and Lures needs to get the ball in his hands. More touches. And he's great at safety. His vision, and I'm telling you what, he's one of those safeties. You come up, When a receiver comes across the middle, he's going to knock him out. Ooh. Some questions. How will Carson Clark get out the gate? That is our question. We saw good things in the scrimmage. How much did he learn from his sophomore year to his junior year with the COVID? I heard he was out working with his receivers when the shutdown was happening on their own, getting their work in with uh, 
Brody Glenn, and a couple other kids. We'll see how he does tonight. Another question. Hang on. But along those ways, this, this is a Carroll defense, not Northside's defense. But go ahead. No, no. I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. Another question that Lures has, and they always have every year, how will their offensive line hold up against 6A schools? Sure. I want to see tonight how Coach Palmer is doing with that. Ethan Klinger, a D-tackle, for Carroll's a load. What I saw from the scrimmage last week that I did like, though, I like Coach Stansky doing the RPOs, a lot of motion, zone read and zone runs with the – Carson Clark. He's an athlete that people don't talk about. He's got good wheels. I agree. Underappreciated in that regard. Dave, do you have a question for Brent? Uh, Brent, you know, Carroll's a really good team, and I, I know you, you're really high on Lures. I know they've got – you talked about a couple of returning linemen, uh, the center, George Burday, Rick Tannis. you got you got some decent – good line. And you just talked about the skill players and the experienced quarterback. What is what is Lures going to see when they face when they see that Carroll defense? Come on, Jimmy Carroll, get to the question. Well, come on now. I'm trying to ask him a question. How do you feel that that defense has eight people back? They're, that's a very experienced defense for Carroll. They're gonna, they got a lot of people back. I think they got well, maybe that was Concordia had eight back. I think Concordia they had like six. They got they six like, coming yeah, back. Six, but that's that's what I what I a lot want for a six A school. What I want to see is Carson Clark spread the wealth. They don't have a superstar yet. They got great receivers: Nick Thompson, sophomore; Brody Glenn, junior. What are the exploitable spots uh, in two, Carroll? What are the weak points? If you were an OC for Lewis, what would you do? What would you? Where would you find the spot? I'm attacking spot? the seams with my two tight ends: okay. Isaiah Simmons, a transfer from Iowa, and Jaden Hill, who's a sophomore. Big tight ends exploit the middle of the field and run a lot of motion. The best thing you can do at Bishop Lewis to help your offensive line is do a little smoke and mirrors, motion, and get misdirection going to help them. Yep, okay. move people around, and all this time, look at this: the Big Ten shut down. So an I- kid that plays at Iowa now is playing for Bishop Lewis, a college kid. Unbelievable, Brent. <laughs> we welcome him. He God doesn't even him. want to touch that. <laughs> hey, he came from Iowa before COVID. That's right. And you know what, Bishop Lewis, like we said at the beginning of the show, folks, has so many young guys that are going to make names for themselves. There's six, seven, eight different guys. I'm really excited to talk a little bit about them. Briefly, Brent, talk about the other side of the ball. Yeah, defense, you have a sophomore. He's a middle linebacker. His name's Devon Doty. Undisciplined right now. He's young. I love him. But he is an attacking, aggressive linebacker. Let him run free and have your defensive ends tonight – have to contain Jeff Becker. If he gets he's out of the pocket, a, he's gone. If Jeff Becker, Jeff Becker gets out of the pocket, we got big trouble. trouble. We got big trouble, Lures. You, have to, trouble, cor- you have to corral the junior quarterback for sure to have a chance. I agree with you, Brent. And folks, that leaves us one final segment. It's our favorite part of the night. Oh, I the can't Swami wait. Swami spreads and predictions. Can't wait. We will recap last year and then we'll get into n- tonight's games when we get right back. Woohoo! Locally and family-owned for 35 years, Tim Didier Meats has built a reputation for fresh, custom meat orders. If you'd like that special cut of beef for your next gathering, Tim Didier Meats can help. Prime rib, filet mignon, and Tim's own special ground beef, made fresh daily, can be ordered within an hour's notice. To place your order, call 260-482-8400 or find them on the web at timdidiermeats.com. And we are back. back. Dave's doing big deep breaths. He's trying right. to get mentally motivated I'm after locked in. after blowing his big lead a year ago. Let's recap. Uh, Dave, I think you had like a three-and-a-half game lead on one Chris Brow. I was leading by more than that. I just kind of took the hands off the wheel. and I, I felt that, sorry for him, Case. They're having a rough year last year. Oh, my. So I just took the wheel off, and he, and he tied me. I, I don't believe I that at all. It typical, was a, typical Dwanger excuse. It was a no, low, no it was excuses. A, hey, tie is, tie is not a loss, son. It was a lowbrow moment for you, Dave. Lowbrow. If I may yeah. say myself. Oh my. I can Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tonight's games, let's get right into it. So, folks, 
for those of you who have not heard our show before, the sideline Swami, who's very close to me in Northeast Indiana game night, has given me his spreads on five select games tonight, all in the SAC, coincidentally. I'm going to say the matchup, the spread, and Dave and Brent are going to tell me who they like. And we're going to start with you, Brent X, right out of the chute. Wayne at Bishop Dwinger. Swami says Saints by 31. New OC, new DC at Dwanger, tradition, Coach Haydock, motivation. I'll take the points. Wow, look at you going Wayne, Wayne right away. You plus got, 31. You just got such hatred in your heart. Okay, now Dave X, let's go to you. Or, not Dave, not Dave, X. Dave X. Come on, Dave. I had to read a moment. <laughs> there you go. All right, David. It's okay, Swamp. Dave Canary, DTK. What about you? You're taking the Saints here, aren't you? You know what? Uh, I Brent had some good logic, and he's using his head, but he's very competitive and wants to beat me, but I won't allow it. Dwanger is at home, and I'm going to take Dwanger. To get up, and I, here's the problem. Dwinger, they might get up so much, they might take the foot off the pedal. Are you taking them or not? I'll, I'll give it a yes, they're okay. going to win. Now, I will tell you, the Dwinger games are both double shockable. Do you want to double shock this? Absolutely not. You want Absolutely. To double, shock? Double, oh. double shock the generals. Oh, I love he, it, that, it could hurt me right there. Start of Sherwood Haydock era. Okay, let's get back into the games. Gentlemen, Dave, get off your phone. You're like a teenage girl. Knock it off. Easy. Northside <laughs> at Snyder. David Kinnar, I'm coming to you. Do it. Swami says Snyder by 27. Is that too many? Uh, too many. I'll take Northside. And can't double shock that, no, I guess. No, you can't. You're well, going to be so shame. regretful. How about you, Brent? Northside plus the 27. Wow. I think Wow, he copied me. I like it. Uh, Swami, just so you guys know, actually came down six points on that spread. Wow. He's got some insight. He just didn't share it with you. Uh, Northrop at Homestead. Brent X, I'm going to come over to you. Homestead by 20. Homestead minus 20. You like the Spartans? I do. Okay, Dave. Homestead at Northrop at Homestead, 20. I'll take Homestead. 20-point lead for the Bruins? You don't believe in him? It's your brother's Kirk's uh, alma mater. You just spit all over him? New quarterback. Nope. Nope. Well, both. The, the Homestead's got a new quarterback, too. They but but Northrop has two. Well, two's better than one normally. <laughs> Maybe not, though, right, Brent? That's another story for another episode. I'll take Homestead. All right. You guys are going to be so regretful. Um, Concordia at Southside. Swami says, Cadets by 33. Dave, what do you say? I like. Uh, I'll take the thirty-three. I'll take Southside. You want you want s- s- the points? You I like do. a thirty-three point lead to sh- yep. start. I, I think uh, Concordia forty-nine nothing. Wow! Wow! Look at <laughs> BX. I could, is all be, over I, could that. I could be down five nothing after week one. It's for very them. possible. If if you start the season the way you ended last season, uh, you That's probably okay. will be. You know what? I will, Chris we'll Brown right now is rolling around somewhere. Uh, in it, you know, as he's lying in the field, that Bishop Lewis is listening to this uh, ridiculous uh, recap of your total epic collapse of the oh, year. Oh, you know what? Uh, Concordia is <laughs> a good team. I'm, I think Southside could keep no, it close. Pick is in. Oh, no, your pick is in. I'm not. I don't renege. I don't go back, Grandma X. I'm good. No, you're never going to. No, you might get skunked. No, I feel good. Well, okay, I, our game of the week. This is the last game, guys. We got about 40 seconds. Let's recap it. I'm going to go to Dave first here. Carol at Bishop Lures. Swami says Carol by 23. Double shockable. I'll take Carol and double shock it. Oh my! Why would you? Are you kidding? I love it. <laughs> Lures, How about you? Lures Field home opener. Twenty-three point lead. Lures loses by three late. Wow! You think it's that close? Yes. You're an animal. So you, I, no, I take. I, I think I, Lures is has a, a chance it, to win in the fourth quarter. F- safe to say you're double shocking this, Brent. Yes, Lures will have a chance late in the fourth quarter. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. We are going to tune. Just turn it over now to both of our broadcast teams, Bishop Dwinger 
hosting Wayne. Guys, Sean, take it away from there. Velvet and Frog. Then, of course, over at Bishop Lures, Mr. Joseph Parsons. Take it away. Have fun tonight, folks. Tune in. We'll see you next week on Tailgate Talk 106.3 Have FM. a great week and be safe.